Hello, welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today, we have Netflix's 93rd film. It's the 2018 French romantic comedy, To Each Her Own, or in French, Les Quartes et Les Colles. And it's directed by Miriam Ziza, and it stars Sarah Stern, Jean-Christophe Foley, and Julien Piaton. I am Jesse, and I have stuffed up some French, but I'm here with MJ. How you doing? I'm good, mate. I don't think that was too bad. I think... <laughs> I think uh, Aziza, or whatever it was, was, yeah, was, was one that you probably should have got right. <laughs> have, that, was, that was one of the easy ones, and I yeah. stuck that up. But you can, you can tell no, I, I never, did, studied, right. never studied any French in my life, so um, <laughs> gave it a crack. <laughs> All I, I know think... is that Lady Mar- Lady Marmalade song from uh, Moulin Rouge. That's about it. Uh, yeah, don't sing it, please. <laughs> I could have. I think this is technically, and we're not going to celebrate it, this is technically our 100th recorded podcast. If you think about... This is our 93rd. Obviously, we, we do every Netflix film, original film in the order of release. This is the 93rd one we've done. This is 93. Plus, we've done bonus ones on To All the Boys Love Before, mm-hmm. uh, The Irishman, Marriage Story. Takes yep. us to 96. We did a bonus sort of. episode after 25. We did a bonus episode after 50. We did a bonus episode after 75, which is 99. Mm-hmm. And we did a trailer. Mm-hmm. So we've actually That's recorded a- 100 episodes. Congratulations, MJ, for for working that out. It's, yeah, huge. Hundred. I would never have thought when we first started this off that we would have uh, recorded a hundred episodes. I would have been like, oh, we'll have a bit of fun for a month or so, and then we get sick of it. <laughs> We've done well. I mean, obviously, we want to um, properly get to the hundredth film, and you know what? I'm I'm quite confident that we're going to get through another seven after this. Um, but... <laughs> we, we will eventually. Don't know how long it'll take us, but uh, we'll get to that hundred. I think. <laughs> but I um. But I also think that we should celebrate little successes when they come. I'm happy to celebrate that, um, yeah, this is 100 episodes and us two together at least have been on all 100. So we have, impressive, yeah. MJ. Good to celebrate with you. So And then thank you to anyone who's been on with us. We had, um, you know, Hita did 50 plus episodes with us. We've had Simo jump on with us before. So it's nice to celebrate that with you, the, the two lone standards. We've, we've done the Centurion. We've done it. Yep. All right. And we'll, <laughs> we'll get to our proper hundred. We, we, we that is going to be a bigger milestone. But it's just worth mentioning. I just thought of it and thought I should bring it up. Good. All right. And I'll have to remember when we actually hit the hundred to bring that up. <laughs> It'll be easy because you say next <laughs> was yeah, next was the hundredth Netflix film. <laughs> that was that was the joke. <laughs> uh, good. All right. So we we have a French film that we're going to discuss today, and uh, we start our show with our fast flicks, where each of us give our own little summary of the film. Um, we should get into it. So, MJ, what, mm-hmm. what's your summary of uh, To Each Her Own? Um, Simone has to keep her homosexuality and relationship with Claire a secret from her devout Jewish family. Um, but navigating this secret becomes even more difficult when a new guy comes on the scene who she can't seem to resist. Yeah, you've, you've summed that up very, very nicely. Cause it's that, boring. Exactly it's yeah, it's yeah. like, this is the plot, but uh, all right, I'll, I'll allow for this one. And it's tough because there's so much going on in this one that there's so oh, many yeah. things you could you could touch on with this. So uh, mm. yeah, I've I've also gone very very similar in identifying those similar things. So I've I've said you know the the film for this is it's the process of coming out to your family intertwined with the lust for the opposite sex. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah, and I think yeah we, we've both watched the same film, which is a, a good sign. Um, <laughs> well, there's another one with the same name. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's not on I'm, Netflix. I'm but there is another one. No. So we. I'm glad. I'm glad because that could have been a mess. It could have been an absolute mess. But yeah, the only difference um, was this one had a comma. 
it does in between yeah. each and her. Yeah. So I tried when I did the the start off. I tried to to have a little pause, but I don't know if that came across. <laughs> I, I hope it did. <laughs> okay, so we'll move we'll move on. We'll, we'll move on to the part where we sort of chat about what we could find out about this film. And I'm probably going to tee this off a little bit early. This one was a bit of a struggle to get anything. Oh, yeah. um, and we often find that with our foreign language films or our international films. Um, and I don't know whether that's because of what we search for. It's not in, you know, the, the native mm. language of the film. But mm. uh, MJ, did we able to, to discover anything about this one? I honestly, honestly couldn't find anything. Um, apart from apart from reviews, and I even scoured a couple of reviews to see if anyone else had done <laughs> done their research and, and given a couple of lines on, on how it came to Netflix and who negotiated the deal and whether it was a Netflix original before the screenplay was written or they picked it up from somewhere else. I'm not too sure, but I couldn't find anything. I mean, the only obvious thing to, to comment on is it's the third Netflix original French film. Um, mm-hmm. And we've done recently Blockbuster and I'm Not an Easy Man. And all three of them, I, I guess you could argue, are in the rom-com category. So it's whether that's a popular film in France or whether Netflix just landed there every time. I'm not too sure. We've seen a lot of rom-coms recently with Netflix. And um, sure I have. think they probably went through this period here. Uh, what's this mid 2018 where, and, and I've said this a lot in the podcast that comedies and romantic comedies, you know, should be in their real hitting zone because it's the kind of content you want to consume on the couch without much thought. So I think they doubled down on it in this period here. And, and that's when they got a few French films on as well. But mate, uh, have you been able to find anything apart from that? I'm, I'm thinking that just based on what you're saying, I'm thinking that possibly this was picked up by Netflix later because it was filmed in September, 2016. Right. Um, and off the top of my head, I think Beasts of a No Nation or, you know, Netflix original films was around that time after that time. So I can't imagine mm. Netflix holding onto this for 18 months. Um, <laughs> it's a really good point. Up originally. So I'm, I'm guessing that this was, was in the, in the can um, and Netflix picked it up for release. That's it's a good one. Good just pick a up. guess though. But yeah, so I'm guessing that um, the, I found out that the working title for this one was Simone Ben Lulu. So after the, the, the main character in this film, I guess. Okay. The only other thing that I had a bit of a squeeze, I had a look at the translations for the title of this film. Um, oh, and I thought, yeah. I thought that this was this, and you know, this is really scrounging to, to yeah. find something. Um, but I was like, okay, I, I saw the list of the, this massive list of all the different titles and different, um, different languages. And I thought, okay, let, let's translate a few of them to see what they actually come across as. Nice. So obviously, obviously in English, English, we've got it as to each her own. Mm. It had, four different or oh, sorry three other different titles across okay. the world yep so in french so i think like vietnam france countries that that speak french it was yep. called tastes and colors which is obviously a, a reference and this probably spoiler mm. alert early oh, yeah, which was, uh, yeah so we're going to spoil this film so yeah, give us a pause if uh, you, you don't want to know about this film but um tastes and colors was obviously the restaurant that um simone and wally um Mm. We're we're gonna set up, so yeah. that's not a bad title. Didn't, don't mind that title. In uh, yeah. Portugal, Finland, and Greece, very similar, but the the, the title was Colors and Flavors. So it's still mm. got that word colors in it, but flavors as well. So that gives it another a different sort of take on this film, I guess. Mm. And in Germany and Sweden, it was titled "It's Just a Matter of Taste," which again, like it, it, it's all these different titles that. 
they I like work that one. fairly okay. Yeah, they're, they're they're not too bad really when you think about this film. Yeah, so for um, sure. Yeah, just very interesting to to sort of think or have a guess about. You know, obviously different countries, different um, ways of promoting films that they've, they've you know translated this just a little tad differently for for different markets. That's interesting. Um, I, I particularly like the last one, uh, matter of taste, because there's certainly that underlying theme of you know. I'm going to make the choices that I want to make, even though I don't quite know where those choices are going to land. Um, but the reference to color is also an interesting one. Maybe it focuses too heavily on the race and religion factor of the film. Yeah. Um, I know it's, yeah, as you said, the name of the restaurant they were going to open as well. But I, I prefer all the translation or all the non-English ones to the English title of To Each Her Own, which I, I, it's still, it still is fine. I just think there's a little bit more. It's a little bit more clever the, the other ones, and, and more resonant to the topics of the film. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was. But apart from that, you know, it was filmed in France, released on the 24th of June, 2018, on Netflix. Mm. Other than that, I got nothing else. Um, so I think we, you've yeah. done a great job there, mate. I think. <laughs> I just, I, I was just like, I saw it. I was like. Because the French title, obviously, when I looked at it, I'm like that the the colors or however you say colors in French. Mm. I was like that that's not in the English title, so it just made me sort of mm. want to investigate a little bit further. Uh, well, I yeah. appreciate your investigative nature, because otherwise <laughs> this segment would have been gone five minutes ago. So well done. Um, but yeah, this is just a really really small film. Good. All right. Well, let's talk about. We can probably relate some small statistics to the mm. the consensus from critics and audiences. So, what have you been able to find out about how this was received, MJ? Yeah, look, I think that's probably the biggest takeout is how few people have actually rated this on on key film platforms. Um, on IMDb, there's 1,250 people that have rated this, and that's sitting at a 5.2 out of 10. Real middle of the road. No one's really writing home about it. Um, and on Letterboxd, there's only 750 ratings at an average of 2.3 out of 5. So even even lower on the Letterboxd community. And I think even if you look at the graph of it, like the average, the me, the 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 median score is like a two, and it's it really does skew to that bottom half of the <laughs> bottom half of the scale. So yeah, okay. not a particularly popular film, but you know, again, a very low. A low amount of people have actually seen it and rated it, so uh, it's never really got itself that sort of global recognition that I'm sure a French film on an international platform would have enjoyed. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, the the Google users it, when I I discussed this and we, we've spoken about, you know, I don't even know why I still bring this up, but, but I, <laughs> I, I, this one was sixty five percent, which is really low for for Google really users. Low, usually, yeah. if you if you want to go into Google and rate the film, usually it's because you're thinking positively of it. But sixty five percent is pretty low for this one. Um, mm. Rotten Tomatoes it doesn't even have a percentage score. Um, there's only four reviews oh. from critics. They're all rotten, uh, and the audience was at 27%. Um, and that's How many? only on 29 reviews. Yeah. So um, tiny, very, very, very low and yeah, very tiny numbers too. So yeah, so yeah. I, I guess maybe yeah, we, we could we could put our ratings onto each of these uh, platforms and maybe change that percentile. by. <laughs> We've made that joke bit. before and I reckon yeah, it's <laughs> never, never been more relevant than right now. <laughs> this is Correct. small. Yeah, very, very small. So yeah. Uh, we might as well get into the film and have a chat about it. So if you are listening to us, you may be one of the, you know, 700 people that have seen it. So thanks for checking us out. Um, early thoughts, MJ. What are your early thoughts on this one? 
Uh, I didn't like it. Um, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't really get into the plot because it's kind of this story about her coming out that turned into a story about her infidelity that then became an exploration of whether she was straight or homosexual. And every single scene and as, as every sort of 10 minutes passed, like a, a new a new issue seemed to, to branch out and, and take me in a different direction. And uh, none of them really got resolved. It was, the whole thing was just all over the place. And uh, it's pretty pretty ordinary movie in the end. Yeah. Um, I can, I, I completely understand like exactly everything you've said. And like, I, th- I thought this was, it was sort of okay. And okay. I was sort of into it and I didn't mind, you know, this onslaught almost of themes and ideas that, you know, you just, you just kept, you, you were, they were thrown in your face almost. And yeah, the, I did have an issue though, because I couldn't empathize with Simone whatsoever as, no. as a leading character. That was where I had, a lot of issues with, with a lot yeah, of her decisions yeah. and her choices. And, and I'm just like, I've already said, we're going to spoil this film. That ending completely threw me. And that ending, like th- this film for me would have been like, I, I, I enjoy, like I was, I was engaged watching it, but okay. that ending just like ruined most of the positive thoughts I had about this film. <laughs> um, to, be, like, to be honest, like it, I was just like, what? Like, cause I, I, w- I was ready. Like I wanted to see how this was going to end out. Like what, who was she going to choose? What's going to happen? Oh, yeah. And then the, that ending happened. I was like, yeah, okay. I, I need to rethink this film a little bit. So uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> ending and like, I'm jumping ahead into scenes and key takeaways and every little other thing I'm probably going to mention. The ending was just awful. Like, I just, I had no, sorry, it's my dog barking at me. Um, I just had no time for that ending because I think like so much of this film, um, it was explored and unresolved. Every single theme was, was explored and we sort of had a look at it and thought, oh, okay, homosexuality, let's, let's dig into this. And then they kind of touch it on the surface and then they just ignore it and they don't resolve it. And you don't even know how they feel about homosexuality or infidelity or anything like that. And then it's the same, like you said, with the relationships that she's got with these two people. And you're like, oh, where's this going to end? What what stance are we going to have on this film as to, okay, what does the director think about all these things? And the director doesn't have an opinion on all these things. And yeah, I, I'm going to get into it later, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up straight away. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it sits sits on the fence a little bit too much almost. Um, and I I, I didn't mind it throughout because I was like, you're just highlighting to us what's going on. You know, you're highlighting these things, highlighting these issues. But then to finish it like that, it just made me go back and think, okay, you weren't just highlighting. You just have no clue. You just you just you've got no actual opinion, um, which was frustrating. yeah, which which is really frustrating. I but I with that said, I wasn't in it the same way you were in it. Because yeah. I, I I would tell all along. It's like all of a sudden they just bring up this new this new point that wasn't relevant. Or sorry, not that it wasn't relevant, but it's like how many how many issues and themes do you want to explore in a film without actually resolving the first one in the first place? And you know what? How, amazing if they had brought it all together at the end, but um, they certainly didn't. All right, time to talk about some characters. Yeah, MJ, go go start us off. What, 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 who do you want to talk about? Uh, well, you yeah, you've basically already talked about Simone briefly and and covered all the main issues that I had with her as well. I similarly found it really hard to sympathise with her, um, because she just constantly made these terrible decisions, and and we never 
we never see her exploring the the ideas that are going through her mind or even really properly seeking advice. I, I kind of wish the story was more about her confusion and dealing with those problems or issues, whatever you want to call them. But time after time, she makes these decisions that, that make me think, hang on, why are you doing that? There's been nothing to suggest that you should be doing that. And then again, she just goes and makes these terrible decisions and you're like, well, I don't, you know, you're gonna, you can't, you can't make your bed and not lie in it. You just kept putting, shooting yourself in the foot all the time. So, you know, bug you. I'm not, I'm not interested in you. Yeah, it was frustrating because, like, she just ran with this flow or whatever was happening without thinking, like you mentioned, about, like, about the consequences or the way it made anyone feel. And, and it's made her so unlikable on top of uh, – she was a pathological liar. Like, oh, yeah. The, she just constantly lied. And obviously, if you have a character that lies – continuously then you know they're going to dig this pit that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger but and and you expect for that to blow up in the face somehow but the even that blow up it just sort of continued it was it, i don't know like yeah it was she was very frustrating and yeah and you, didn't, and you, you didn't feel for her because she was she was betraying every character on the screen <laughs> the whole sure. way like right up to the final scene where she, like you know uh, you can see how much hurt she's causing her family and uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, you're right though, because the reasons that there was difficulties in her life were, were her own problems, and I, I get that she's going through these difficult, confusing times about whether she's gay or whether she's straight. But she's going about it in such a bad way that she's burning bridges and hurting people uh, as she goes about it, rather than actually trying to get to the bottom of how she's feeling and why she's feeling that way. And they didn't even bother trying to show that. No, and. That the yeah the, the 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 conclusion to the film doesn't resolve any of that, which makes it even more frustrating, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, talk about I think talk about Wally next or Wally. Yeah, how do you Wally, say yeah. Wally? Wally. Wally um, his his family and friends to him were everything. Yeah, so that was that was the 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 sort of depth of him that I saw, and mm. you know he feels poorly done by society because of his skin color, and but I, but I never really knew if i understood his true intentions like was he just using simone for you know being able to help him start this restaurant and and that's you know that's sort of how i felt but then he comes back at the end but i uh, i don't know he, again it's an, a, confu- a confusing character that makes it difficult yeah. to understand who they are because you don't actually know what his role in this whole thing is and yeah yeah i, I definitely don't think it had anything to do with the restaurant because I think when they first hooked up, they hadn't even mentioned the restaurant really. Um, True. And what I so there, had trouble with, sorry, go. I was just going to say, but there, there was like these comments throughout about, you know, are oh, you just another white girl to him and things like that. So yeah, that sort yeah. of, re, you know, put back in the back of your mind that, you know, is he, does he actually care about her? Um, yeah. And I just still didn't even really know, even though he showed up at the end, but that yeah. whole end was a dog's breakfast anyway. But, <laughs> um, I just, I had, my issue with him was, they actually kind of set him up as pretty sleazy and they they show that he's quite vindictive and the jealousy that he has is bordering on childish really um but they also set him up as this beacon of desire for for simone like she cannot shake this feeling for wally and 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 i've just watched that going why what about him like every time something goes a little bit wrong he goes to water and and he's he's rude and cruel about it so Again, just these characters and their connections just didn't make any sense to me. So it just doesn't work. 
I, f- I found him probably the most uh, physically attractive person in this film. So from that point point of view, I can I can yeah, see yeah. her desires physically for him. But uh, yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. Like I don't see any other traits that showed that, that he was actually made her like I yeah. cannot get over this guy. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Who do you want to talk about next? I want to talk about Claire because I, I really liked Claire. Um. Hmm. I think she was just a good person because I, I liked her patience with Simone in, in coming out to her family and I liked her care and support that she showed and and her real genuine painful reaction that she had to being cheated on and I, I because I didn't really like Simone I, I didn't really want them to get back together <laughs> like yeah I, yeah I appreciate everything Claire did and I kind of wish there was a little storyline they had a chucked in of her moving on <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you because I, I was completely happy that she was able to stand her ground and yeah. hold Simone multiple times. Like, I'm not ready to reconcile with you. I'm not ready to forgive you. You know, you're not welcome in this space. And, mm. you know, um, she put everything into Simone, even oh, yeah. though she got treated pretty poorly. But like, she, sorry, she did. She got treated very poorly by her. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I agree. She was she was probably one of the characters that you, you wanted to sort of cheer for out of some of these yeah. other characters who you couldn't see any redeeming qualities in. I also appreciate her desire to get back with Simone. I mean, I, I, I think that's a nice, I, that was a nice call to not completely let them shut that away. I'm, I'm, I'm being petty when I say I would have liked to see her move on because I liked her and didn't mm. like Simone. I, like that's a very real response, right? When, mm. when you get cheated on, the idea of being completely betrayed and completely broken but the feelings of, of love that you've had for that person over in this situation, three years, don't just go away. And, and, and she couldn't quite, couldn't quite get over that. And I, I like that. And I appreciate that. She just, she's the only character that felt quite real to me. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a, there's a line where um, there's like an older sort of lesbian um, character yeah. sitting there with Simone. And I think her line was like, you know, when you've loved someone, you can't suddenly hate them. And that, that's exactly yeah. how, you, how you'd put her relationship um, with Simone. Good pickup. Hmm. All right. Other characters. Who else? Are there any others, any of the side characters that you want to talk about? The only one I would mention um, that I, I'm happy to talk about the others, but the only one I've got anything to say about is Geraldine, um, hmm. her friend. I thought she was fun, but they definitely just needed that friend outside of her and Claire's friendship group to allow this kind of Wally side of her life to take place. Um, and I kind of, I kind of liked Geraldine in that sense that she was outside of the bubble of her other friends, and she was kind of fun and cool and sort of the sort of friend that you would want. Yeah, I, I thought she was a fun character and. I wanted her to do well with Eric. So I was happy when they got back yeah. together, but that <clears> lead up to them getting back together, like the, the grieving and the pain that she was going through like that, that made me like her less, to be honest. Like it, I was just like, it was just too full on. And I don't well, that was that less. Thing. Yeah. That was less a character thing for me than a, than a story thing. When mm. we've been talking about these five or six different storylines in this movie. And then when we've got 10 minutes to go, all the focus is on her and Eric. And I'm like, I don't, like I like you, but I don't care about this. There's so many other things I want you to resolve. Don't don't go throwing this in my face and paying attention mm. to this when you, you've got other things to do. But no, no, they just wasted their time on that for about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the say I I just touch on um, uh, Simone's dad and mum. I think Norbert yeah. and Noel. They were they yep. were just painful. They didn't add anything. Just ap- apart from like these themes they were trying to put in. Like that's all they they were 
that's uh, that they, they were frustrating. And the same yeah. like with the brother, like the the brother who was getting married. I think it was David. David. Um, yeah. He was just, he, and it's a, with a lot of these characters, he was just a stereotype. There were so many stereotypes in this that you know he wanted to keep the religious values and the tradition and with marriage and those types of things. And it was just like each character had to represent some kind of stereotype of what's going <laughs> on. Um, so yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I think there was a little bit more to the mum and dad that I I never quite put my finger on, but and and maybe that's because they weren't fully explored. But the idea of the mum doing the singing classes with her gay brother's partner, um, even though they'd kind of disowned him, and and the dad like basically faking those faints that he does, like I don't know. I I, I was confused with the dad who basically they said they disowned the brother for being gay, but he was like at everything and they didn't really treat him badly or anything. It's almost like it was this, this surface feeling that this family had at the perception of it, but deep down, they kind of still love their family. But I also don't know if I'm just overthinking that and they hadn't really thought that through well enough to, to, to get it to land on its head because it's, it's unfinished in my brain, but I'm trying to, I'm kind of trying to piece the dots together. Yeah, that, that definitely would have added to their characters because it's like keeping up these appearances for what yeah. the community expects of them almost. But but they didn't do a very good job because on the, the other agree. half, you see so many negative things that they say and so many racist and so many homophobic comments and things like that. It's like they stand out more than these little subtle nice things that you may pick up on. Um, yep. so there, was no bal- there was no balance at all. I agree. Um, those two. All right. <laughs> Move on from the characters, I think. I think so. I don't, I don't think there's any more we need to talk about. The, a good the director, job. <laughs> the director, uh, Miriam Aziza, um, a few shorts. I haven't, obviously, I haven't seen any of her work. Um, I, I don't even, I couldn't even see if she was doing anything further um, after this. No, uh, yeah, like out. 10 directing credits. She's only done one other feature film. So that was The Evening Dress in 2009, which I'm not familiar with. And then a few other docos and shorts, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, enough of a career there, though. Yeah. Okay, scene time. Time to check out some scenes that we liked and disliked, and we start off with the ones that we enjoyed. So, MJ, I hope there's something that you enjoyed in this Yeah, yeah there is. There definitely Good, right. is. Um, what did you like? I liked it near the beginning when they were talking about, yeah, I think it was Simone and Claire were talking about Simone coming out to her family, and, and Claire was sort of like, you know, just you know, wait until you're ready. And, and, and her point of, you know, I am ready, it's just, it's just them. And um, I, I really liked that because I wish the film had a focused a lot more on that side of her story and the idea mm. of coming out to a highly devout Jewish family and, and that being against the religion and all this kind of stuff. That was a nice thought that she, and, and at the time I kind of believed her, I am ready. It's just them. That's not. So um, mm. I think that was a really nice and powerful line. And I think yep. it probably resonates with a lot of people. Um, I really enjoyed the drama of the scene where Simone told Claire that she cheated on her and just that swift turn from Claire to comforting her on the bed, you know, just that your partner's not feeling well and I'm going to do anything I can to make you feel good. And and I I just love that idea of that. And then her having the, the confidence in herself as soon as she realized that she'd been cheated on just that strength of character to turn that around and kick her out. And, um, and she was very strong really about that too. Like, yeah, she was, wasn't out, she? And, out, yeah. Really. And I just really enjoyed that. And I think Claire was, as I said, Claire was probably my, one of the only characters I actually really liked. And uh, that probably was one of the main reasons too. 
Um, and then going on to that, the next thing I liked was just the way Claire handled David at the apartment when he came over. Just full respect for her because she was still grieving and she was still pissed off. And she just did a really good thing. And she said, look, I don't want, I don't want our shit to get involved in your family and stuff like that. And I, I just appreciated that. Yeah. Um, and, and finally, I did like the scene when Simone actually came out to her family it got ruined by her dad collapsing. And then yeah. I think that was supposed to be like the comedy side of it that just didn't yeah. sit well, but I, I think it was really emotional and powerful. And um, even just their responses, just that, that shock and like, Oh no, it's happening again. And um, that was a really good scene until it got ruined. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that like I could feel the, the stress and the tension in that scene. Um, yeah. You know, the, like of her having to walk into that room from the kitchen and, and then that build up. So yeah, I, I agree. I think that the performances in that were good until obviously, like you said, the dad sort of hit the deck. Yeah. It was a strange choice and they obviously had it as a recurring thing. And uh, yeah, but uh, I can, mm. I can look aside from that and um, appreciate that. But that's, yeah, that's, that's the stuff I liked, Jesse. What about you? Well, um, I thought the, I enjoyed the opening credits. The, I, I always enjoy some nice creative sort of credits. I thought they were bright, they were colorful, set me in the mood for like um, a good start to a film. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, good. All right, so um, let's move on to what we didn't. No, I'm joking. I've got a couple more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, I do have a couple that I liked. Um, so I, I, I didn't mind the, the dinner scene uh, with Geraldine and Eric where – you know, there's this big deal beforehand with her and Simone talking about, you know, oh, yeah. you've got to pretend that you're Jewish, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she's trying so hard to be kosher and, you know, she orders, make sure she orders the dish without the meat <laughs> or whatever it is. And she ends up ordering, ordering like a dish that's got like a sauce that's got yeah. butter in it sort of thing. So I, I, I didn't mind that. I thought that was all right. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. I liked the scene where um, Simone and um, Wally um, have – like they stay in the the gay brother's house and they wake up and then the mum rocks up. I thought that it was comical. I'm not going to say it was funny. I'm going to say it was okay. comical. Um, and I, I, I enjoyed that. I thought it was a, a cool situation to sort of see on the screen, but I didn't okay. find it funny still. Um, okay. And, and yeah, the only other one I had, which we already mentioned was the, the coming out scene, which was good. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. So what, what are some things that you maybe not didn't enjoy as much? So I have, quite a list here so i'm going to suggest you go first so really? you can get sure? yours i've got some too i don't mind i don't mind if you want to go and then i'll just i'll, I'll discuss with you how if you've got any that i've got okay because so i'm happy to I, I always go first and i've got a lot here and i just want to i can happy to fill in the gaps for you but if you want me to go we can <laughs> no no I'll fill, I'll fill in the gaps from you because i want to hear what all you've right because i think you you liked this less than myself so i'm, I'm interested <laughs> to see what you didn't like all right, I'm, I'm gonna go as i always do chronologically um yeah I thought uh, that Wally creeped really hard on her at that nightclub, that nightclub buffet, wherever it was they were at, uh, mm-hmm. when he started dancing with her. Super creepy move. And if you wanted me to get into Wally as a character, that was a bad way to do it. So um, I thought, I thought it was done really weirdly as well. Like that whole scene, like the the dancing and then the, the sort of caressing and, mm. um, you know, getting close and the kiss. It was just, yeah. I And as well as him being creepy, it just makes you feel awkward because of the relationship that they've tried to show you on screen that she already has with someone and it just makes you feel poorly about her straight away because so early in the film she's already been you know unfaithful and Um, not to mention i agree i I didn't miss any sort of montage where she had like 15 shots did i because i just think next second she was just drunk she had that drink 
yeah, one drink, that was it, the punch. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this is strong. And then it was like, okay, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, so is she super drunk? Or <laughs> anyway, I guess it didn't matter because she did it when she yeah. was sober with him anyway. Um, this is maybe a little bit of a nitpick, but the marriage proposal scene didn't really work for me either um, when she proposed to Claire. I understand that she was trying to really lean into this relationship with Claire to kind of forget about what she'd done with Wally. But she just went about it in a really obscure way. And I just, at that point, I had a lot of trouble figuring Simone out. And I obviously never got to a point where I really could figure her out. And, um, this was just a really confusing part of the film for me in a, in a really early stage. Yeah. And just like, I think probably maybe too, because of the people that were sitting there in the room, that sort of made it a little bit, it wasn't as personal as it could have been, I guess. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense because she probably was pretty unsure whether she actually wanted to do it, but mm. Um, this is probably the biggest what the fuck scene Um, when that older lady that you spoke about before tried to kiss her on the couch what the hell what the (laughs) hell yeah like you could see it coming from a mile away but at the same time you're like why are you going ahead with this like yeah yeah. and why is this scene in the film it didn't add anything to the film if anything the only thing about that scene was it, it actually showed her contemplating what she'd done and trying to seek advice which I was critical of her not doing enough of but then they just ha- throw that in, and that's the only thing you really remember out of that scene. It was so bizarre. Great, good. Um, and then I started to get a bit angry in here. So, <laughs> why the hell was she living with Wally, and why were they considering a business together? And how well do they know each other? This it it, it all just got really insane. Like, so he just comes down the street and's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Is oh, I'm going to go to a hotel. Oh, live with me. Hey, start a business with me. It's like, what the hell, like. I, I feel like you guys have just met and I also feel like, I know that he's been serving her at the restaurant for some mm. time, but I feel like they've only just sort of started to have any kind of connection. And he's the reason that she's kicked out of home and they're doing all, I, it was bizarre, man. It, the whole thing was insane. Yep. Uh, yeah. It, it was weird because, you know, she packed her bags, was going to move in with him and then she doesn't like his friends. So then she goes, lives with the brother and then has him over there anyway. It just, yeah, mm. it was, it was yeah, a little oh. bit confusing. Um, there was a fight scene about her being Jewish at Wiley's apartment that yep. I, I, it came out of nowhere at the time. And, and then that's kind of when the whole race thing came into it, which hadn't really been explored too much until that scene. And that, that's what kind of threw me a little bit. I think if they had to set that up a bit better, that scene would have made a lot more sense, but it just, it felt like it came out of the blue. Um, yeah, are you, are you t- in reference to them not being okay with her being Jewish? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I'm yeah, not going to pretend to show that I I completely understand the, any sort of conflict between any races or religions, but it just it just mm-hmm. watching the film it felt strange. Yeah, yeah, it was it was sort of yes yeah, a bit out there. Um, yeah, agree. Um, this I didn't like that much, but it was just weird when David was drinking that plant juice. Mainly because, like, who who just drinks a drink that's sitting half full on someone's coffee table when you come and visit? I don't care what color it is. It's just a weird thing to do. If I'm sitting there with a glass of water at my house and you come over and say g'day, you don't just finish my glass of water. <laughs> like, okay, I had that for the questions later on because he picks up that glass and they make you know he makes a comment about like, but that was smiling. Like, was uh, I, I? I wanted to believe it was something other than fruit juice or. It's what they pour into their, they were pouring into their plants. I'm assuming it had sort of um, plant feeder or something in it. 
But like um, to me, it was like, has it got meat in it or something? Like I don't know. The, the, the uh, smile yeah. because if it's okay for them to drink and they're happy to drink it, why are they smile? I don't think they were drinking drink it. it. I think they they pour it into okay. the. I think into they the do. But okay. my 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 qualm was with why would you even do that in the first place? Regardless of what it is, you just don't yeah, just drink people. a random drink. No, because yeah. I get the idea of the gag, but <laughs> yeah, it, it loses it because it's just so unnatural for it to happen that way. So <laughs> yeah, good. I yeah, that was. Yeah, it was just, it just felt weird. Like, it just completely, like, uh, yeah. I didn't really yep. care, but I just, I had to bring it up. Okay. This, good, this scene, else? if you don't have this scene, I'd be blown away. And I'm just okay. going to call it the bird call scene. Uh, yeah, I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> do we even have to go into it? Like, it, it was just do, absurd. Like, do we even need to have the scene after her asking, like, do you guys do that a lot? Like, you, they've set it up saying, oh, you might hear some bird calls in the morning sort of thing. It was just, the whole thing was just out there i don't i don't know any couples no matter what sexuality they are that would do something like that and even if they like, do it added nothing to the film it added nothing no. to the themes they were talking about it was completely useless and strange and it was mm. terrible yep good i've got that cross it off um, <laughs> this is a maybe not popularly bad scene but when when simone gets Wally to eat pork and then he says to her you're my new world when she's probably like made him do something really taboo in his in his culture and I don't know that was a weird way to say you're my I, I thought it was a weird way to react to such a pivotal sort of moment of him doing the wrong thing but you know maybe it's the right thing I don't know because it's a freedom of choice but hmm. I don't know it just it just it felt off when he said you're my new world he's done that I, i'll bring this is another question that i had for you later on like so that whole that that meat that they bought out which was obviously a gift from claire earlier on mm. like it turns out to be meat like we, we find that out later in the film and i'm glad they actually told us what it was because at the start were they alluding to it being something else Dildo. like were they yeah were they is that what they were yeah. alluding to okay i think right, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad that wasn't just me that thought oh that's what it was meant to be because i was like I don't know. I just, that was, it was weird that I'm glad, like like I said, I'm glad they actually showed what it was, but at the mm. same time, I wasn't expecting it to be a piece of meat. Yeah, no, neither was I. But it, it actually, it, that was quite a nice reveal because obviously she's really into her cuisine and, and mm. all that kind of stuff. So I didn't mind okay. that. Good. Right. Two more. One of them Good. I've already we've already talked about. So how the whole breakup with Geraldine and Eric became this massive thing by the end of it when I had so many other things in my mind. I didn't care about it, but they focused too hard on it. Yeah. Um, and the ending, we've spoken about it. Like, mm. I, I think one of my issues with the ending that I haven't mentioned yet is, like, in general, movies that resonate with you have this underlying human truth to them in one way or another. And this resolution is just so unrelatable for, for so, so, so many people. Um, it, it, it sort of begs the question that I enjoyed the, the idea of this confusion that she was going through, but to end like this is just not really doing anyone any favours. Because if you're going through these battles in your mind and you go, you know what, I'm in love with this girl, but I've got this lust for this guy and, you know, what's she going to do? And then that happens and you're like, well, that's not going to help me. I can't relate to that. And... Mm. It, it just, it really bothered me. It was just a massive cop-out. And also, do you think the character they've set up for Claire is up for that? Do you think yeah, the Claire that we got to know is just like, yeah, cool, good idea, I'll do this? 
and that yeah that that was like the the whole thing where she kisses each of them in front of everyone and then riding off into the sunset and, oh my god yeah, there, there was no inkling whatsoever that either of these characters were going to be okay with the three of them being together up, because yeah. yeah because um wally had made a mention about you know in you know um senegal that you know um you know, homosexuality is a, is a really seen as a negative thing. And mm. like, you know, you could see how upset Claire was that she was with him. So how, is, how are they both standing there, both okay with what's just happened, kissed both of them and then said, you know, let's ride off together. I, I, I never got that from either of those characters that that was anything that either of them wanted. Yeah, um, exactly and, right. And that's yeah. a real dagger for the film to end like that. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. That, that ending was just literally not... And I don't know whether it was because they were trying to surprise the audience or create this, you know, well, that works. That can be talked about. Yeah, like mass, like yeah, okay, tick for that, but tick for not being a good ending. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's it, it it doesn't sit well with me. Um, I think it felt very amateur. It felt very uh, just just in the sense that you don't know how to finish this film. That obviously is is got to be some sort of a passion project because you're exploring so many important themes, but. Mm. didn't like it really didn't like it and is simone that desirable like i didn't get that vibe <laughs> you know what i'm going to put all this aside because simone's just an awesome person who never lies and she's got her shit together <laughs> she treated them both like crap so there was no i know for... yeah anyway okay i'm not um, going back there I, I what did i miss other ones. Uh, good. Uh, no not that you didn't miss but just nah, that, um, i missed a thing yeah. uh, well the the mother uh noel like the whole like and i'm guessing it was for for comedic purposes, like her hitting her face and calling her a bad mother. Oh, and then, yeah, I didn't like know, that either. And then seeing um, Simone do that as well, I was like, no, didn't like it. Yep, uh, yep. The, that whole first scene where you get to see um, Wally, like literally you knew straight away she's going to fall for him. And that just mm. annoyed me. Like there was no inkling whatsoever that she wasn't going to have some sort of interest in this guy. Um, yeah. There should have been like, I just would have appreciated some decoy or something. I don't know. It was just too, too blatantly obvious. Um, sure. Another thing that, like another repetition sort of thing, is uh, you know the the amount of opportunities, and I get that maybe this is this like this probably happens in real life, but you know trying to tell her parents multiple times that she has a girlfriend, it, it just happened too many times. Like you just knew as an audience that she's going to get interrupted again. She's yeah. going to you know that, and it, it just was frustrating um, seeing that too many times. But I, yeah, I get the, that possibly that's that's realism. Um, but also the idea of the the. Their jokes being done and that kind done, of stuff yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, there, there's a scene where um, you know, Simone's talking about you know he um, Wally didn't pick that she was a lesbian or whatever, and you know she makes all these like stereotypical comments like you know I watch Ellen, so you know I must be gay. Like I like Alan. Like come on, <laughs> I've an Alan T-shirt that I should have worn for this podcast. Um, I don't mind Alan. <laughs> I don't watch a lot uh, of it because I just I don't even know when it's on. But yeah, yeah. Back in the days at uni when I was home at lunchtime, I was um, saying, you know, <laughs> used to love watching Ellen. Um, yeah, only got one other thing. She's good. The only other thing I've got is uh, towards the end where, uh, you know, Simone goes into the kitchen at this restaurant. She has a session with uh, Wally, walks back out, and then, you know, Claire's walking towards the restaurant and then just has a session with her out in the street as well. I just It just wasn't believable one little bit. And I was like, how, how as a person, how can you do this? Um, mm, she's a yeah, bad person. And that, yeah, she was a bad person, yeah. And What about his reaction as well, though? You know yeah, what? Screw like, you! I'm going to go get yeah. married <laughs> <laughs> to an arranged marriage that I have no interest in anyway. Oh, wow! Okay. Talking about it, even yeah, it actually makes it all worse. <laughs> so, I, I didn't like watching it. I didn't hate it, so I, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. This, this is such. This is I walked out of this film pretty mad. Okay. 
Yeah. I, I, I did too at the end because that ending made me mad. <laughs> yeah, that could have ended as well. Prior to the ending, I was I was I was on board. Um, all right. Yeah, okay. Themes, ideas in this film. There, there were lots of things they were trying to explore. Probably didn't explore them very well, but there's probably a list of things that we can talk about in this. And I think look, well, look I at think the that's Wikipedia the problem page. though. It's a, it's a list. It's it's a list, a list that yeah. normally we'll, we'll we'll pick out a couple and we'll talk about in depth about why and how they did it. And but honestly, this is a problem with the film is that it's a list because they just touched them all, right? Yeah, did you like at the top of Wikipedia? There's not much on the page, and literally mm. it goes: this film explores family, religion, race, gender, sexual orientation, nationality, and other prejudices. Prejudices. Oh right, no, I didn't even see that. <laughs> that was the yeah, that was that's... the top one on Wikipedia, and I was like, whoa, it's a big list. And then that's yeah, I, I honestly think that's where they got a little bit of it wrong, because um, mm. I just don't know where they stand on all of them. It's almost like they're saying, hey, all these things exist, and then stopped. Mm. I was like, okay. Yeah, like I mean, like you get the race thing through, and you know, like I was really disgusted with the way that her mother like sort of acted when they've got that sort of housekeeper or maid, and she opens the windows. Like, yeah. I just thought, like, and you know, the the whole idea of you know, no one lending money to people because of their skin color, mm. it was just just oh, these yeah. little things throughout that you know, I'm sure that these are everyday situations that you see in France. Um, so I'm not trying to say that they're not important to highlight and film for a bigger audience, but. It's just like these little touches. They don't explore it. They don't explain like whether characters think that it's um, you know negative. It, it's just like, that's we'll the idea, right? And then we'll move on. Yeah. Did did all these people actually get their bank loans? Like she mentioned that they can get this certain loan because of way they've got this. And so does that mean everyone got their bank loan? But no, then she got fired. So then what does yeah. that mean? Like I, 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 it definitely highlighted some of the wrong things, and it made it look silly. And I, I can appreciate that. But I, I kind of also don't understand where they all ended, where where they all got to because of all this. Mm. The the only other thing, like apart from that list of things, I guess, is the this idea of confusion too, and like not just confusion yep. with um, Simone's sexuality, but also with where she stands in her community or her family sort of like structure. Um, yep. And and like I mean, even towards the end, she doesn't make a, a choice. She still wants the best of both worlds. So that confusion's yeah. still there. I guess she does stand up to her family. Um, but yeah, the other the other side. No, nah, but I, I I think confusion is probably one of the biggest things you can take out of this film. This, yeah. You get almost to the to the point of watching this film, you get a bit confused. So they've really they've really gone hard on it. <laughs> Done like. a good job. Um, and there's a little bit about temptation too, like um, not just with. Um, you know, sex, but also with with food and that temptation of eating these things that you're not supposed to eat, as well as yeah. you know having these relationships or these flings that you're not supposed to have too. Um, yeah. Good so one. yeah, I, yeah, that's all I've got. Yeah, I life. agree with that. That's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. We we'll keep moving. Keep moving. All right. What did you take away from this one then? Well, uh, we, I, we kind of just spoke about it then. The thing that I will take away is that. This film was just trying to do too much. And, and in the end, we finish with what felt like, as I said, a complete dog's breakfast of a finale that more or less failed to do justice in any of the themes it was talking about. And and that's when I walked out of this film, when I walked out of watching it, uh, the first thing when my wife said, how was it? Like, that's kind of what I said to her. Like, this is what happened in this film. And by the end of it, I explained the ending to her. I'm like, so she goes with the guy and this girl and they all end up together. Like it's that's that's the thing that sticks in my head that this film had an atrocious ending. Yeah, I've, I've got exactly the same thing, just in different words. Like I thought, I felt like it had good intentions, but 
it tries too much and I, I, I can't remember the last time that I was so disappointed at the <laughs> ending of a film. Like, yeah. That ending literally, like, yeah, I was just like, what the? Like, I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very similar. All right. IMDb time. Did you jump on IMDb to check anyone out in this one? No, I didn't for this one. No. I, I didn't get on IMDb. I, I did a Google search, though. So I'm going to put yeah. this in here anyway because yeah. I wanted to look up what the um, mezuzah was. So um, the brother, David, comes over and... Ah, yeah, yeah. Put the ball, the mezuzah. Yeah. yeah and, I, and when he first talks about it, I was like, I don't know what that is. So I, I just looked up, you know, um, that it's this piece of parchment in this decorative sort of case with the verses of the Torah. And then obviously later on in the film that you get a bit more um, explanation of what that is and you see him nailing it on the door. But mm. I looked that up um, early on just because I wanted that context of what that was. Do you know why he puts it on the door though? It's obviously got something to do with the fact that he's getting married soon or is it just because they always have it on the door? Um, I think, isn't it, you're supposed to kiss it on your way into the house? Every time, like, okay, yeah. kiss your hand on the way into the house. I yeah. Think. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not very, I've watched... Um, I, I did watch that unorthodox show on Netflix oh, yeah. um, recently. Um, and that, that covers a lot of this sort of stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to look that up. If it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good one. I like that. I appreciate you doing that. All right. Question time. What, have, what, have you got anything left that you want to ask me about this one? I've already <laughs> I got a put a couple, couple of mine in already. So good. All right. Um, let's go. Have you ever had anybody sing happy anniversary to you? Instead of happy birthday. To- yeah. The, the the translation on that one was um interesting, wasn't it? But it was their anniversary. They were just it singing was. happy anniversary to you. I've just never heard that True. before. No, I haven't. I haven't either. And just talking about songs in this one, the it, it sort of frustrated me that at the end when the mother does that song, there were no subtitles on what the lyrics were. Oh, yeah. I, did, I that was in I Yiddish have, as well, though. Yeah, I know. I know it's in Yiddish, even, but I would have appreciated no seeing... What, what she was singing like it would have been nice i'm sure it would have been Good maybe point. it would have made the ending not feel as poor if it was something nice oh she about, gee she'd have to say something pretty amazing <laughs> yeah true <laughs> good i, I will accept my daughter if she goes away with one guy and one girl on a motorbike it could have been a love story to both her, her kids that uh um you know not what they want them to be could have been a nice uh, <laughs> oh i don't know um okay. yeah this one annoyed me Surely Eric would have seen photos of Simone before their blind date because she matched with him on that website and she was looking at photos of him. That is a very good point. But she never created the account, so did the brother have the ability to put photos But he said, I created it because she goes, I'm getting all these hits. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I made an account for you. Yeah, good point. <laughs> he should have so when she looked at. I, I actually thought I would have appreciated that when she walked in and, and like, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. And then he gets in and he's like, yeah, that's not you. I thought that's what was going to happen. I would have liked it. That would have been a laugh. That was, yeah. was, was lacking in this one. My last question to you is there was a quote that said, he loves old films. He's watched Titanic three times. Three times yeah. Are we at a point that Titanic is an old film? And I know it's, it's 22, 23 years old. But is Titanic an old film? Is that are we doing that? Yeah, no, nah, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I probably wouldn't put that in yet. As I think the '80s are still sort of um, where you'd say, oh, maybe they're they're pushing yeah, maybe, like an maybe old, old. Yeah, but okay, good. I just that didn't yeah, sit nah, very well point. with me. Yeah, Titanic's not that old. Yeah, '97. Yeah. Mm, I remember. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, it's yeah. not that old. It's not that old. Okay. Um. I've, okay. So this one's based on the title. So that what the title is to each her own. So that's like a saying, obviously, where, you know, everyone has yep. a right to have different preferences or make different choices. So that, that was the title for this film. Hmm. But does 
Simone have the right to those choices when she hurt so many people along the way? I feel like that she doesn't have that right. I feel like that that should be taken away from her. So the title shit. Okay. It's a good question. Okay. Let me just try and capture my thoughts. <laughs> Sorry. Here. Yeah, I know it's a, it's very wordy and, uh, but I, I'm just like the, that title frustrates me because, you know, yes, everyone has the right to, you know, to have their choices, but I don't think her choices, she shouldn't be able to have those choices when that's the she, point. Like, yeah. Because she makes the wrong choices that she makes the choices that hurt other people. I think she has the right to make her choices, but she needs to accept the ramifications of those choices. And she doesn't, really do that she has this expectation that even though she's making choices that she knows will hurt people Mm. she doesn't accept the fact that maybe she might lose them okay yeah Yeah, okay yeah yeah because i get it she she's allowed to she's allowed to eat meat she's allowed to marry and sleep with whoever she wants but Mm. she needs to understand that her family isn't going to like it when she does that or her Mm. girlfriend's not going to stay with her when she does that but she could do it yeah, but she's got to be able to deal with those consequences and she doesn't exactly. do that. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't. Good. Okay, one more. Um, so the end of the film, and this is this is me just thinking, so is she bisexual? And if so, that's okay. But the end of the film, like if that was the, the whole process of the film was her learning that she's a bisexual, but it turns into bigamy. Like, so it really confused me like what – I thought that the, the mm. story at the start to me, that one of the opening lines before we get the the title shot is, I'm going to come out to my family. Mm. And she does that. So to me, that's the story. But then from the story, it goes into, it's okay to have two partners. I, I, I don't well, that's, and, an answer. It's just me thinking thoughts, I guess. Like, And I don't necessarily, I, I, I've struggled to get any kind of concrete conclusion out of it. Is she bisexual or, well, look, I think she certainly is bisexual. Yeah. To an extent, I, I, but also, uh, is bigamy a bad thing? I don't know. Like, is that is yeah. that what it's trying to say? That if you want to live your life like life like this, you can live it. And I, I just, yeah. but I just think so much of it didn't work to, to for me to have any clear grasp on. Oh, what a strong message! Whether I agree with it or don't agree with it, I, I get the message. And this film didn't didn't get to that point with me. Um, so I'm not going to give it the credit of saying that's what they were doing <laughs> good okay i'm ready to move on to finish this one up i think i think we've yeah i can't believe we've actually been able to talk for nearly an hour on this one so i got more mad <laughs> talking about this than i thought i would I, I, yeah, yeah. It's talking about it made me dislike it. it more yep same and i'm looking at what i'm gonna give it as so <laughs> we, we give the we give the films a rating out of five here and then we average it out for a flicks from average and i'm looking at mine going i don't know if i can stick with that so and, and mj fill me what, what, what are you what are you going to give this one for what it's worth i changed I, I pulled mine down today i saw this movie two or three nights ago and i I had a in my head. I knew what I was going to give it, and I pulled it down after I put some notes together. I'm going to leave it where it's at now, but I could have pulled it down even further. But it was just all over the place. Um, like the characters made bad decisions, and I was never really made to understand why they were making them. And with so much happening thematically, it was just difficult to get into the plot in any significant way. And as I said, the ending was memorable for all the wrong reasons. Hmm. It's it's one and a half stars. Okay. All right, one and a half. All right. So, In my head, it was two before today, yeah. and now it's one and a half. And geez, I was thinking about pulling it down and touch more. <laughs> oh, okay. So, all right. So I'm going to do my little spiel, and then I'll work out what I'm going to give it to. Um, I like it. That's oh, exciting. Oh, uh, so 
at the start of the show, I said, this is a rom-com. This is a romantic comedy. So this wasn't funny and it wasn't romantic. Mm. It wasn't, mm, there, was, cool. there was no, like, there was no actual romance. It was lust. Mm. Um, and we watched Alex Strangelove a couple of weeks ago, which literally has the same sort of ending. Um, and that was so much better. And I really oh, liked that. It's got a very too. different ending. Don't, don't put it in the same ending category. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, sorry. The, the, the end of the film, the main character is, is bisexual. And I don't know, like this tried to cover a lot of ideas. Uh, and I didn't mind that side of the film when I was watching it. And, but I, I can understand, I guess that, you know, this is probably too much for some people and, and a turn off. And, I, I, while watching it, I was intrigued to see where it was going. Um, but then, you know, that ending, it it completely threw me and it sort of uh, left me with like a bit of a sour taste. And that taste has sort of almost got to potent stage as we've been talking about this film. Um, mm. I enjoyed watching it, but yeah, I, looking back on it, maybe I'm, oh, I'm really worried because I started off during the film 10 minutes ago. I'm like, this, I'm going to give this three. And then Ooh. the ending happened and I'm like, okay, two and a half. And then now we're talking and I'm like, do I need to bring it down even more? Um, oh, do I base it on my viewing or do I base it on our discussion, MJ? I'm stuck. I, I, I think it's got to be a combination of all. Oh, this is like when you're does, ordering ordering at a restaurant and you're like, I can't decide between these two meals. Wait for the waiter to ask me and I'll just do it. Okay. I'm going to... Um... I'm going to drop it down to a two. So I'm giving it a two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that I is, like uh... it. Okay, so um, I'm going to work, I'd have, uh, because I haven't worked the calculations out because I wasn't able to predict uh, what either of us were going to give that. So should be uh, 1.75. 1.75, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I don't need to get the calculator out. So 1.75, uh, that's pretty low. <laughs> Can I just check though? You said Alex Strangelove, he ended up bi. Didn't he end up gay? Uh, I thought yes. he made the point of like, maybe I'm bi. It's like, you know what? No, I'm actually gay. Um. Yes, good point. I'm thinking about stuff I read and how people were complaining about. Ah, that's right. You were, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. I know, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking off the cuff there because I was trying to. Work yeah, that's out okay. I was give it. <laughs> Sorry, that's apologies. Okay. I, loved, I loved Alex Strange. I've listened to it. So it was good. <laughs> yeah, I was panicking. I was worried. <laughs> okay, good. Um, all right. So we're on social media. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. Pop a question up there. Um, this one we've we've already discussed a little bit, but I don't know if we came up with. Oh, maybe I think you did, MJ. What's the best title for this film out of all the translations? Um, hmm. So yeah, there was, there was a couple of good ones. There was either it's just a matter of taste, colors and flavors, tastes and colors, or to each her own. So yeah, just I'll, a matter of taste is the one I like. Taste, yeah, I think that was a good one too. So that'll be up this week on our social media posts. We're back again next week for another episode and. Hooray, hooray, not a rom-com. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Right. I'm, ex- I'm excited. We have a thriller film. Oh. 2018 thriller, and I love thriller films, so I'm excited for this one. This one yeah, right. is called Caliber. It's directed Caliber. by Matt Palmer. It stars Jack Loudon, Martin McCann, and Tony Curran. So I think this is uh, British. So, yeah, um, in English, no subtitle. Well, I'll still watch it with subtitles, but no, no subtitles for the translation. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. All right, cool. Yeah, it's nice to have a bit of a change. Good. All right. Well, as usual, MJ, um, thank you very much for, for coming on and having a chat and helping me um, decipher what I thought about this film and bring it even <laughs> Hey, that's what this was. is all about, right? Being able to actually <laughs> chat through the film and you sit there and wonder why you liked or disliked it. And I'm glad we got somewhere with it. Do I log it on Letterboxd as a three and then re-log it as a two and a half and then <laughs> log it as a two? Mate, <laughs> nah, sometimes you can you can hold on to a rating and, and think on, yeah. about it and let it, let it mull. Mm, good. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Good chat. I've enjoyed it. So thank you. And um, we'll see you again next week.
I look forward to it. See you, mate.